What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 315. We got a juicy episode. I think it needs to be discussed. Is group breaking bad for the hobby? That's going to be the main topic for us today and give you guys our opinion on it because I know a lot of people have been talking about these hits and, you know, breakers getting all the hits. So we're going to dive into that from the breakers perspective so it's gonna be a lot of fun it's thanksgiving's around the corner we've got amazing black friday doorbusters at mojobreakshop.com you guys are gonna get an early preview of some of the pricing 22 23 tops chrome bundesliga hobby boxes 34.99 all right leaf pop century normally 199 119.99 on black friday we've got Museum Soccer at $214.99. We've got Upper Deck MVP Hockey at $24.99. We got Series 2 Hobby Boxes this year, yes, at $59.99, guys. So head on over to MojoBreakShop.com. Check it Thursday night. We may drop some on you after you eat your little turkey, a little cranberry. Go on there and check MojoBreakShop.com. Get your deals. We're going to be adding more throughout the day. We've got too much inventory. You need it. We're giving you the best price of the year at mojobreakshop.com. Also, check out Conrad. He's going to be doing some breaks on Black Friday, some low, low price breaks, and we're going to be doing some stuff on Fanatics Live for Black Friday as well. So, you know, we got to make room. We got to make room for new inventory. So take advantage of the deals that we got. Also on this show, we're going to talk about the new releases. Hoops is coming out with Wemby. We've got Definitive Baseball, Museum Baseball. We've got Stature Hockey. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out. We're also going to hand out our biggest turkey of the year in the hobby. Who's the biggest turkey? It might be Andre 3000 for his latest album, but oh, I don't know. We'll on. discuss that coming up. Not hate on him for doing something, for taking a creative risk. <laughs> and, you know, going out on a limb, he didn't need to do that. And you know what? Good for him. I'm, I, I support him on his on his journey. On his we know you. Journey. We knew you would, Cody. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I will know. never, would die on the, never disparage the, that uh, man. <laughs> I've never. also noticed, Cody, that you've been wearing some Reeboks. Is that something that Andre? I got the Reeboks. Does yeah. Andre Re three thousand wear the Reeboks? That's right. Uh, I don't think he does. No, I think he's more of a hey. I found these nice uh, boots at a thrift store oh, sort okay. of guy. That's his style. Uh, no, but yeah, Reeboks. You know, I, I don't know. I saw him. I was like, I'm gonna have a pair. Yeah, Kind of nice. It makes I you like think I'm gonna have to get a pair of them myself. Yeah, I know. They're kind of they're making a little comeback. So rebuy, isn't it? Is it on my shack now? I was gonna say, you know what? It is having a little bit of a shack. I think bought a big chunk of it. So uh, they're trying trying to get it back. Like, hey, remember we all used to rock these? They were cool. It was yeah, the cool thing you, to wear. I remember Rocky Reebok when they didn't have a stupid logo that they have now. It's <laughs> the, the same one. <laughs> it's the same, right? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. The, the main, yeah, logo. the front, the front, the one. main logo. That, yeah, that's not the same logo. Yeah, the oh, logo sure, the sure. logo used to be like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the one on the side. Like this, something oh, like this. Oh, yeah, there was right, like right. that. It yeah, was like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Now, now it's this. Now which, this is their logo. <laughs> which Reebok was owned by Adidas for like a couple years, It right? was. And then it now was. they're back. Which is being, weird, yeah. <clears throat> it's like, why would you? Yeah. That's very weird. Sense. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to jump in a really quick topic about restoration of cards, and I purposely did not show either of you guys this. So a Mike Trout, 2009 bowman orange orange refractor um and we know sometimes ink gets faded right so there was an orange refractor 2009 where the ink pretty much disappeared over time barely see it so somebody purchased this i believe it went through golden at one point it's been passed around a little bit uh the person that bought it actually had mike try someone cleaned the card right cleaned the card off got the auto off somehow i don't even know how you do that and then met up with mike trout paid him to sign it so it's clearly in Mike Trout's new version of his autograph as opposed to the original autograph that was on the card. 
And then Beckett did authenticate the auto, and it's slab now as an authenticated auto. Oof. Some people love it. Some people hate it. You can look at it like car restoration. Yes, I agree. Mike Trout's new auto does look a little bit more appealing to the eye than the old one. But for me, I don't want this card. What do you guys think? Uh, mm. First off, the photo that's on the left, the before photo, was that done with a Polaroid? <laughs> it was actually done with a potato. <laughs> I mean, I mean... Wow, like <laughs> we're gonna get we, a we really we re not that only did we restore the autograph, but we just restored the overall <laughs> picture quality yeah. uh, tremendously. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. I, but I don't, I, it's such a bummer that on the left, like how the ink fades, because mm -hmm. I think I've seen some Buster Posey ones that you yeah. have that have kind of done the same thing. Um, but having Mike Trout sign it, not cool. Not to me, it's not. It's not the same card anymore. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be like 25% of an orange price, I think, for me to consider it. And even then, it still not doesn't seem legit to me. I would look at it and be like, oh, it's a reprint. But no, it's clearly the same card, just he re-signed it. How do you, what do you use on a card to get an auto off, like ac acetone or uh, alcohol? Or yeah. How do you risk because he had to i mean you don't even see the other auto on nope. on it some anymore. microfiber nope. cloth and some nope. windex nope. yeah i don't know how they do that exactly my opinion on this is that obviously i wouldn't value it as the same as if it was like the original with the with the auto with the original auto at the same time i'm feeling like man that's it's like if, you, if you're the owner of that card where the auto is pretty much gone the original copy like you like I would not feel good about having that card that way either, you know what I mean? I'd feel like, damn, like I have I held onto this card for so long. Yeah. And does I the but does the card with the faded auto sell for more on the open market than the restored new auto? Sadly, probably not. Yeah, sadly, sadly probably, probably not. not. Yeah. Uh, it was, and this was courtesy of Mario Alejandro. Great follow on X. I believe it's base blog, B E I S B L O G. I believe, uh, but you can search. He does a lot of reporting on this, and he 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 put this out there. And, and a lot of people are like, uh, I don't care. I'd rather it look nice. I don't care. I like that he re-signed it. Also, my thing is 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 picturing you going up to Mike Trout and hoping that he doesn't mess up on your orange refractor auto. You know what I mean? You're like, here you go. And, oh, and, and I mean, Mike Trout's a professional. It, but, like, you know, get, what if he, like, messed up on the squiggly or something like get that? It's much worse than the before. True. Right? Like, true. You know. But what if he, like, went up a little higher or, you know, he was in the <clears> middle <throat> of a conversation with somebody and went off the card? Now, does that ink fade? Who knows? Some you know. say it's the UV. I mean, word to the wise, if you have some of these older signed cards, I think the rumor, and I'm not a, you know, chemical scientist here, was that the UV coating is what's not protecting the autographs um, or maybe the pen. But something happened with those older cards that if you put them in displays with light on them, that's why a lot of people keep these in safes, in dark areas, because over time they will fade and it will look like this Mike Trout. And you can see a lot of examples of it with other cards. Like Dan said, we had a Buster Posey that uh, was doing the same thing. Yeah. Cody, what's your take on it? Older cards, I'm more okay with restoring. Like things that, that are I like a hundred. Talking older card, like this card isn't that old. No, that's no, that, that, that's that, what that's I'm saying. Also the other, like this, card this is, is not an old card. This card's uh, what, 14, 14 yeah. years old. That's what I'm saying. To me, this does not qualify in that. I'm talking like a century old. I'm talking like something that you could say, oh, this is hundred years old. This is a historic. This is a historic artifact. 
this card. That's more like, okay, if you want to restore that stuff, we've had that discussion before. Uh, is it any different than like restoring art? Like, is you, it you into trimming? Not tri now. Trimming <laughs> feels different. Tr you trim? Trimming feels different. Okay. You wouldn't trim. You, you're not you trimming mean? Mona Lisa. What do you, you know mean what I'm saying? Restore. Like, take a. I don't know. Like, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. What are we? What are we like, doing here? Take a microfiber cloth and wiping it. Wiping sure. The surface okay. clean. So cleaning. It. Sure. Yeah. Are you adding like hmm. anything to it? Are you? Are you coloring it in? Paint by I'm numbers. Not. I guess I'm not. So, <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of videos. The guy does. Yeah, uh, I ain't trimming. Uh, uh, great trim. Don't trim, dude. No, we ain't trimming. Don't be a trimmer. Well, how about, yeah, how, we how, how about this? How about this? I know we've we've this this topic gets rehashed a lot. I mean, there's only a certain amount of things you could talk about this hobby. But Kurt's Card Care, I give, I believe, I'm giving him a shout. He didn't, doesn't pay for sponsorship. Maybe should. Not yet. Um, not yet. Call Sponsors, <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, investors, you. No. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> but he takes like rounded corners. And somehow makes them square again by like kind of working it in, like working on it, working on it. You know what I mean? And and I've seen him take like sevens with rounded corners and make them like nines. Is that okay? You're not adding to the card? Ah, uh, but how? But how? Like, how does that? How does that work? Are you like flattening the card out? So now the card, like the thickness of the card, probably is not. No, I think he takes some kind of different type of instruments that does. He does a lot of rubbing. He rubs a lot it of down. Rub rubbing it say, down. So he rubs it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he takes card fondling to a new level. All right, he fondles the cards to the sure. point where they get right better grades. Got to have very mm -hmm. soft hands for that sort of a, that career. Yeah, and he does a good job of his videos on like Instagram I on guess, how he's I guess how as he's long doing as you're it. Not adding or removing mm -hmm. anything from the card. I think I that's guess. fine. I, I don't know, man. I. And yeah, it's a fine line. Do I do I want a card that I know a hundred percent has been restored? Probably not. No, it does take. Yeah, it, but I think, how would? But how do you? How are you going to know? That for me, that's the biggest part of this. As long for this card, if somebody says, "Hey, guess what? This is what I did," just to know, just to let you know, I got this restored. I got Mike Trout to autograph it again. I did all that. It should not be as valuable as the original version of this card that's been unaltered, been untouched. Will it? I don't know. I actually want to know what this. Do we know what this ended up you, going for? I don't know, but I think Golden was the one. He actually came to his own defense. Ken came on, and I guess when they sold it, it wasn't graded, but they did mention that it had been yeah. signed. As long so as that all he that's made, out there. he made the public aware of that. I mean, and anybody that's collecting this card should know that. Yeah, as long but. as that's all out there and it should affect the value of the card, then yeah, it's fine. But it's also in the eye of the beholder. If you're just going to restore it for your own collection that's perfectly fine but i think once you go to sell said item that's where it gets a little tricky on how you restored it there so. could be someone out there who's like i will never get this card at a better price i want i'm a huge angels fan mike trout collector this is the best chance i'll ever have to get this might be the best looking right copy too because of the, and it's, the new yeah auto. and if you don't mind that it's been altered and it might be like well it's going to be a better price because of it then Speaking out. of that, we didn't. I forgot to tell you about the slide to put it on. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Did you see the Josh Young um, archives auto? I oh, love yeah. that. No. that. I love. Do it. we know? Do we know if that was it. actually done? It was. He confirmed he did that. He's all and look um, for more Easter eggs. He called it. Side oh, note. Fine. Side that's note. We, like who's the BGS slab lover here? Dan, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good so, looking, so, a good looking slab. Yeah, general in general, like I agree with you with the, but then like you know what I don't like with the authentication slab? Like, what's the B? Well, like, what are they? I don't like that they put B A S. 
and like the, the logo is kind of like in a weird position, Bethic, weird weird Beckett spot. Authenticated signature. Yeah, mm. maybe. Yeah, um, all about that bass. It's just all about that bass. No trouble. It's just BS, is what. I don't. I don't. I don't like the way that looks. Yeah. No, but Josh, I can't find an image of it on the fly here. But it was a archive signature. Okay. Uh, he put uh, glasses on himself. And a mustache. And a mustache. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. And I've he put one on one, which. And he put Go Rangers. And yeah, so so but somebody at first was like, whoever pulled it just did it. Like the, there was people going, oh, it's a different pen. And then it's a bold move if that if you pulled that card and you're like, yeah, I don't know about this guy. Was the card a, was the card itself a one of one stamp? No, one-on-one. he wrote one of one on it. Okay, so, awesome. but it's like a base auto, I think. It is, yeah. and he confirmed that he did it via his uh x account and then he said look for more easter eggs so i guess he did a few and he's a big things. we know uh well we saw at the all-star game he's a big collector he he's likes this stuff yeah so that's I, I that's the fun when guys are into this stuff like they do things like that and it's the perfect product to do that in because what that was in was it in archives or was it in i think, uh, I think it's i think it was archives regular, regular. yeah so that to me is a great product to do it in because it's not like if he's doing that on like his one of one definitive auto, people might be like, you, calm down. I mean, buddy. That, that'd well, be fun. Like pulling that but, card, yeah. like you'd be like, what the heck? What what happened? Yeah, here? what's going on? That's fun. Have you seen any funny inscriptions on any of yours? Not not recently, no. I know. Um, was it uh, not Mobley? Uh, Jalen Suggs had a couple of mm-hmm. them on his rookie yep. cards. He was he was yep. notorious for that. Oh, also, I think uh, there's a bounty. I think it kind of went. F- fell into the news michael hodges of the clubhouse was yep. uh doing the signing uh at the rookie photo shoot this year and i guess tank dell wrote his son's name on one of the because his son That's was cool. there and his son's like five or six years old yeah, that yeah. young kid wrote his name and like a hashtag on that card Mm. So I don't know if it's surfaced yet, but he's putting a bounty on it because cool. it's out, it goes it's out of origins. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. They nice. do that kind of stuff. Uh, new releases this week. We've got museum collection. We've got NBA hoops, which is going to be the first Webb and Yama in a Spurs uniform rookie, which should do pretty well. I think the boxes are already up to like two twenty, which is kind of high for hoop for hoops. I know, very high. So I mean, what do we think a base Webb and Yama goes for if we want to keep the, if we want to get this discussion going? I will say one thing. I I was looking at the sell sheet, uh, and I we know Webb and Yama's in this product, but I wonder if there's something to do with the players' association or whatever he signed with Fanatics. He's not on the sell sheet. Like there's no like preview of the cards of him on it. There's I just nothing saw one preview just surfaced. I think yesterday. Okay, it just came out, but I, I don't think it's. But I know it. we know he's in there, yeah. and if you read it, like it does say Chase Webb and Yama rookies, but like usually they put their main rookie in the sell sheet, yeah. like some type of mock up. I'm guessing that has to do with the Fanatics deal because like he's not even he's probably not even going to be featured on box art or anything like that's probably not. Gonna yeah. That, I, are we going to have a Weminyama on the box? I doubt it. No, probably not. Right. Well, I found one on eBay unless it's a, a fake one, but um, it's uh, currently with five hours left today. Thirty dollars. OK, so. I was going to say like 50 bucks. Yeah. But there's going to be a million. Who's ripping that early? I was going to say. Come on. Uh, Bell ring cards out in. Calling you out. And out in uh, Wadsworth, Ohio. These these release dates are now just suggestive. I mean, I'm giving this guy a pass. He's in Ohio. Joe Burrow's out for the year. You know, he needed some retail therapy. Needed. Or he's a Cleveland fan, and we don't know that. And Browns are riding high, even without Deshaun. So it's true. There's no excuse there. 
We'll just assume. And if he's an Ohio State fan, CJ Stroud's doing really well. So well if I you're don't, in Australia, it's a big, it's a big weekend. It's already weekend, so. it's already Wednesday, so you can rip all you want on in Australia. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so my check, Ohio's not in Australia. No, it's not. <laughs> Far from it. Could not be less <laughs> like or, Australia. Or he could have, you know, he could have pre-bought a box from Australia that got shipped to Ohio, and then he got it, you know, a day early. Boy, we are really making <laughs> excuses for this guy. Uh, speaking of Australia, shout out to Cherry Collectibles is putting out some great content. They, have, uh, they have some good. funny, funny uh, skits that uh, I'll show uh, you later, C-Rad. Yeah. But um, we also got uh, Museum Collection, which has been a staple in our uh, breaking repertoire. For the last, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Uh, started as Marquee. Oh, that, yeah. 2011 Marquee. Marquee. That, was, Marquee. Uh, that was a fun one. And it was the same kind of format with the framed auto. And then it became Museum Collection uh, in 2013. And we've got Definitive, which has already hit uh, the streets. The release date was supposed to be Wednesday. Nah, but don't worry about that release date. We don't Once you get it, dig rip it. it. Rip it when you get it. Yeah, it's like first <laughs> off the line. The uh, redemption for uh, Babe Ruth and Otani, one of them has been hit. It's the Yankee version. Probably the bigger um, one. And the, as, the, as the hitting, I would assume, because the Red Sox uh, other one has to be pitching with Babe Ruth. So that was hit by Filth Bomb um, on Fanatics Live. And, uh, you know, you could just imagine what the comments are going to be about it uh, as, a, as a Fanatics Live breaker hitting the, one of the Chase products. But uh, it's a redemption, but it actually shows the image of – Babe Ruth and Otani on the redemption as opposed to the blue. Kind of what they've been doing with the debut patches. So, which we're going to get into next is the debut patches. But what do you guys think? And I know Dan's going to say we we kind of invented that, which maybe we did. But a good idea going forward to put the image of the card on the redemption? 100%. Because there's nothing worse than getting just a generic blue redemption with a keyboard in the background. There's not, I mean, you know, we thought it was a good i guess step in the right direction when they started putting the team name on there tops we were like that's great it's a great yeah, step a something step. panini still doesn't do yeah. now now I we're starting to get like we've always said like try to do a mock-up of the card on the redemption so you have an idea it it makes it so much more exciting when you're ripping the product and you're not like <clears> looking <throat> at the card going well just wonder what it's going to look like we have no idea does does that also at the same time? Does that also give people who hit these cards like like a false uh, hope that you know like a card might look a certain way, an auto might look a certain way? Yeah, because Andre, uh, Andrew's Monasterio's autos, man. It's, yeah, I mean, I guess you could uh, say that's great penmanship. Yeah, yeah that, that is. Uh, what is that? Uh, pretty, what is that font? I don't what's know. That, that is. Uh, what, what's a popular font name? Um, that that's so that Monasterio is 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 is, yeah. is, is yeah. the actual redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. you can see. Yeah, interesting. You're, you're, if you're, you're listening, there the, the redemption. It looks like the debut patch, but it has a kind of a. So are uh, are I, any I of know. them live? Times New Roman. I don't know yeah. how you could look at that and go. I would prefer just the regular blue redemption. Now, the only thing I will That's, say this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Good thing. I agree. They can't do it at scale. Probably I not. agree. I agree. It's a good thing. One, yeah, it's only going to be on these special cards and the Otani Ruth. So stuff that's special. The only thing I will say might be some concern, and this is more for people just buyer beware on people secondary selling markets. These redemptions. People selling the redemption after the card's already been redeemed or whatever, or I guess they can't do it once it's redeemed, but people just selling like, uh, I, I don't know, maybe they can't do it for this one as much as I think of that year where we had the like oh here's the trout rookie auto oh and it was but it was the like time tops through time and time and center whatever it was was. but i yes now i'm talking through i'm like oh yeah no duh they have to send in the redemption so it shouldn't be in circulation 
But I guess that's the only concern. Do they? Or is it not just a code? No, it's going to be just, it's just a code. Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. You just so it. you could, you could so sell you the redemption. Could. So that's a concern, but that's more just buyer beware. Like, but there's a border on this, right? Yeah. Like you could tell that is a you redemption. You could tell, but there might be someone who's so, like, I have to get one. Now, now does the used redemption have value? Yeah, could you grade it? I mean, it should. Could you essentially have two cards? It shouldn't. But I guess if you feel like, yeah, I mean, God, let's say the Volpe one's a redemption. Could it could it be like here? Here's a five hundred dollar redemption card. Sure, why not? Yeah, could, a used redemption? yeah I'm not. I'm not against that. We're but it's out of our like, minds if that happens. Well, because we know that there's a hundred fifty thousand dollar bounty on Volpe, and you'd be dumb to not take that if you had pulled it. Yeah, but you have kind of a memoir here if you have this redemption, right? You, you kind of have like I remember that time when I won one hundred fifty thousand. Like it's. Yeah. Right there, it's cool. Now I don't have it anymore because I spent it on a boat or something. But you know, I have that memory of when I pulled that card. Oh, no. Ooh, <laughs> top five, maybe <laughs> number yeah. one on <laughs> worst. Like maybe like a small motorboat. No, do not. Words. I mean, look. If you like boating, <laughs> knock yourself out. That's got to be number one on the list of things to not buy when you get a bunch of money out of all what? of a sudden. A boat. A boat. Yeah. yeah no. Not, Easily. Don't. Not, no. Don't buy. Don't buy a yacht. Don't. Please don't. But you know, I mean, well, you're not getting a yacht for 150,000. No. Maybe, oh, like that guy. Did you see that guy who won the I think it was like the second biggest lottery like pretty recently and immediately bought a house in bought a house in the Beverly but in Beverly Hills, bought a Ferrari, bought like he's like that guy in Goodfellas who like and when he, they and now, like now can't, well not can't hide his he, money. And he's out of money. Basically, he's, he's going to be he's like I'm I'm done. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. He's not out of money, but he's There's getting, no way you win I, a couple I, bees and you, you run out of spending money. Spending money like that, yeah. you can very well at some yeah. point be out of money. Took the, took the lump sum and bought a bunch of really, really expensive things. Like, absolute red flags all around there. <laughs> God, come on, man. But you know how, I mean, Private plane. I, I've, I've been on some boating uh, trips. I've never owned a boat in my life. And boats but, are fun. Boats but are yeah, awesome. I mean, you, you, the guy that has the, the fancy boat with the music playing, and he's pulling up to the dock. and. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is pretty know? cool. Oh, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Not hating on boats. Boat life is the life to be. That's that's. If I want a billion, I would. I, I don't know if I buy a boat. I'd buy a private plane though for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a billion. A billion. Yeah, you could just do whatever you want. Yeah, you get a couple boats. Do whatever you, know, even that you want. Get cuts in half buy an island. Yeah. Buy an There's island. Buy stuff. an island. You buy can ask island. NASA. Then you don't need a boat. Go ask NASA. Hey, how much is it to buy Mars? Can I just have it? Yeah. <laughs> Please. No. But anyways, uh, Davey Patches is what we're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I was just about to – you could hear my clear in my throat. That's what I was about to say. Uh, uh, it looks like a few of them have hit eBay, um, yeah. and uh, I think nine confirmed have been pulled out of the 93. None yeah. of the really mm – -hmm. none of the top four have been pulled yet. It's not even um, the top guys. Yeah, not even the top guys. But they – there's been a little bit of a miscommunication from tops because at first they were saying that they were all redemptions like this Monasterio that we see. But then it turns out they actually are live in Breaker Delight. Um, I guess because they want them to be safer and the Breaker Delight comes in a little plastic case and, you know, they, they, they come out uh, of those live, but their redemptions in the hobby jumbo. And I even heard they're in blasters. So um, I heard a guy pulled one from blaster. Yeah. So they're yeah, in the yeah. blasters. So they're we haven't been, seen amazing. They're now been 10, by the way. Just just another one. Mason and uh, Englert. Mason Englert Tigers. Okay. Uh, but everything is listed other than Shintaro Fujinami, Mason Englert. Austin Cox, biggest one pulled so far is probably the Drew, the first one, the Drew Maggie, because he's that guy who had Pirates. that 
Pirates. He had a big story of like he was in the minor leagues for like 13 years. Yeah, why, why would that be? Is it because just of the, the story? story. Because story. yeah, that's, a, that's all not, it is. That's not one that you want to get and be like, <clears throat> I have a feeling this guy's really going to turn around at 38. They got it graded at uh, PSA graded uh, nine, by the way. Uh, current starting bid on Wait, with eBay. the white glove service. I guess I, I no. They guessing? went. They went with their own service. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have. That's right. That's right. PSA is so, not part of it. PSA so got a nine. Uh, starting bid is six thousand dollars. Nice. Or you can buy it now at twelve k. Does it have a bid? Nice. Not yet. Does it does just it, start? It, it does not have a bid. Does not have a bid. But you can buy it now for twelve k. That was pulled by our friend's daddy rips. I think right. That I was the one. Yeah, I don't one think one? that hits six k. No, absolutely not. But like. Everything else, though, you're looking at Braden Bristow, sold for 2000 Lowest one that's known sell is that $2,000 But that was the buy it now. Which was buy it now right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't let it auction. I yeah. actually yeah. I actually contemplated. I saw it up there, and I was like, mm-hmm. Just to have yeah. one. The, Just the, to the, have the, one. So the thing, like, I've so been the saying on stream. The thing I've been saying on stream to people, and, I mean, it's 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 obvious. First year MLB debut, this set will be the most iconic one because it's in, like, you know. 30, 40 years from now, this people will remember this is the very as first one. As long as one. they keep doing it, right? Like, they're going to keep doing this every year, but the non-top rookies won't go for as much as they're going for this year. Right. Because this year is the one, like, this is the first time they're ever doing it. Yeah. And that's, right. what, that's what's helping out the, the value of all these ones that are selling for, like, two, three thousand, four thousand dollars $4,000, even guys that you don't even know who they are. I feel like we're climbing the ladder, though. Like, we're starting off with the lower. I, I mean, I know it's just it is completely kind of random, but, like, it is, like, you know, building up to the bigger names. I believe names. we're due. We're due for a big Oh, we're break. overdue. Oh, we're yeah. due. Oh, we're us overdue. here? I mean, yes. all that talk about how breakers get all the loaded cases, like, what? what did we not get yeah, invited we're, to the party? We're, we're going we're gonna to get into the segment here in a little bit, that talking my, about that was our- That segue. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, are we? Is that the next segment? <laughs> well, no, WWE's next. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me, let look, me get Shane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, just real quick, uh, you know, like- But we've pulled like seven or eight super fractures. bad for the hobby. We've done over 100 cases of Chrome Update last week. Not a single MLB 101 debut patch. Now, there have a been a one. lot of big hits out of this. No, like, I was say we've hit more, more Super Fractures than anybody. I guarantee it. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, the odds have probably been harder that we've hit that many Super Fractures. Well, there yeah. have been so – there's been a ton of really big hits out of this stuff. I know there hasn't been the MLB debut patch, but just seeing what everyone's hitting on the weekends, like, from my experience, this stuff is crazy loaded. Yeah, but you know why we're here. Yeah, we're not we're not here for super fractures. No, we're, we're not, not here, here for nice Come on hits. Now. We're, we're not here, here for, for pro, super. We're here for we're here debut patches. Super fractures? That's an old man's that is collecting an old man's game. game. That's an old now man's you, game. You, you, you go back. That's, you know, that's back in the day. I'm who collects looking. rainbows? You know. Jeez. Somebody posed a good question over the weekend in the chat too. They said, "Which would you rather have, the one on ones uh, MLB debut patch or the guys first Bowman super fractor?" What we were talking about last week. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I think it's a close second. I think super fractures still we. We polled people, and I think people are still. I, I, you know, you gotta get some data. You gotta see next year what these do, right? But I think, I think the MLB debut patches look cooler because they have their uniform. They, I, it's I a real picture, the, I still but want the OG super. I think it's still yeah. number two. What still do you number got? A, two. You got a what you call it? Yeah. You still, still make that. Wow, what you call it? Yeah. I saw it at the yeah same thing. I had the same thing. be a sponsor as well. We're like trying to do these like <laughs> these ad rolls to see if anybody wants to well, jump on. Call like, it. Right <laughs> next to the Abba Zappas. Magic Mind hit us up. Magic Mind. They they wanted to give us what's that a sponsorship. Um, you know, I don't know. It's oh, uh, one of those yeah. health. Hey guys, pills. did you ever have any troubles with uh, miming? 
Mime, <laughs> birthday parties. Oh, mime, magic mime. Now that's a sponsor I can get behind. You guys ever had any troubles doing any mimes at kids' who birthday makes, parties? Who makes whatchamacallit? It's Probably the world's Mars. first productivity shot. You're 30 to 40% more Hershey. productive. You're, you're 30 to 40% more productive. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not giving him any. I'm not reading any more. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a slogan there that says, feel the magic? Yes. Yeah. We have, we, have a, we have a guy who can do that, that ad roll for us. That's true. You, you know what? You got you know, we all drink a lot of these energy drinks every day, but you know what's even better than energy drinks? Magic mind. Thirty four percent thirty to forty percent of the mind will get you'll be more clearer every single day. Feel the magic. Really just hit debating. the just hit the link 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 below. Debating if I need to cut this well, or not. Yeah, we they have not sure. uh, we have not greeted terms yet. Oh uh, no. But uh, I I I, I want to try to get some, so we'll see. Um, we'll see, see if we bring I'm going to say that whatchamacallit might be better for you than one of those magic mind pills. <laughs> Just going to go out on a limb. It, no, it's a drink. <clears throat> it's a drink. Okay, even still. <laughs> it looks uh, it looks kind of, it says it, you can kick caffeine and, and it's better hey, for see, you. I, so. I, I didn't They've been drinking coffee new. for thousands of years. Just drink some coffee. I, that is my line. Coffee has been around True. forever. Coffee. Like, bean juice has been around forever. Just have just have a cup of joe. Cup of joe. Nothing wrong with that. Guys, when you're breaking 12 to 14 hours a day, sometimes you just need a little bit of magic mind. Have another <laughs> cup of joe. <laughs> sometimes when you're breaking for 13 to 14 hours a day, you just need a little cocaine. <laughs> Brought to you by the fine people from Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> the opinions and promotions here on uh, do, not do not directly reflect Bunter Break as a company. <laughs> we got to do the, 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 the warning. This may cause uh, drug addiction, drug heart addiction. attack, death, and your wife leaving you. And your house is going to be spotless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I actually, uh, my uh, stepdad uh, owned a uh, car um detailer back in the day and i worked for i was a driver i was like 18 so i'd go pick up cars we had a few guys that they would they would scrub some of the uh the ins and outs with toothbrushes and i uh, mean they were some of the cleanest like, cleaners hey, of hey, all time hey you're gonna yeah. scrub the paint off that thing if you yeah, keep I mean, going it, yeah he would take you take a floor mat and with a toothbrush be like three hours into it he only got paid five dollars for it but he would he would just go at it man and i think there was some respect some, there was some synthetics like, going on sure like, respect. like dialed in he was dialed in he dialed respect. In. it was magic all the time it was magic this is mind. all the stuff we would rather talk about than this wwp Panini stuff. Yeah, oh, it's, ha it's happening. Uh, WWE and Panini settled on a licensing deal. We don't know the exact uh, terms this at is, this point. This is great. That's it. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what's going on, but yeah. something 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 happened. happened. <laughs> something happened. So they came to a settlement, which means they agreed on something. Well, we know this. There's only one <laughs> more product on the Panini release calendar for WWE, and yes. then that is it. So my guess is. Panini, WWE, thanks They're for done. everything, but we're done here. Thanks, don't think thanks it's going to be. Don't it's think it's going to be that a run. Yeah, hell of a run. Yeah, hell of a run. About a year and a half. <laughs> or, or does this not mean that they can't have products for like two or three more years? I don't know what it means. I mean, I don't know what that part entails. I'm guessing it's they're going to move to finance. And hey, WWE and UFC are one company now, so we can see the writing on the wall for UFC as well. Yep. yep. Oh, are we going to start getting uh, slap cards? Yes, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I'm excited. That's what that's would wake pivot. me up today is talk about slap cards. That's the pivot. Oh, God. It's a, a sport that anybody could join, right? Yep. I, I, right? I love sports <laughs> combat, but damn, slap is dumb. Well, Theo Vaughn was talking about it on his podcast with Dana White, and he said the great thing about it is that He's all, if, if I'm sitting next to somebody at a UFC fight, he's like, I can't really talk to anybody. 
He's like, because you're like, you don't know you're going to miss something. He's like, it's slapped. You know, they, they whack away from the podium. You know, you, there ain't nothing happening. He's like, they come up to the podium, and then you, all right, we got to watch for the second that they slap. And then they walk away. You can start talking to your friends again, conversating a little bit more. And, you know, it's the like bite size. It's bite size sports. He said. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's him per, trying to promote the shit out of it. It's the baseball of combat sports. It's like, look, it's a leisurely activity. You know, there's time between the pitches, there's time this between is, the slaps. You know, is, this is ouch my balls. Yes, it is. This is this is idiocracy's ouch, ouch my balls. This is the Simpsons. Man gets hit and gets hit with football. Yeah, whatever. Use your yeah. Put it there. Yeah. So slap cards coming to Panini. That's how they'll fill the void. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, you it here first. All right. The topic that everybody's been waiting for is group breaking bad for the hobby. And obviously, if you're a shop owner from 1980s, you will say 100. percent I want all the customers to come in my store and buy definitive boxes. But, hey, you won't have any definitive boxes because shops don't tend to carry products like that. Um, let's dissect this from two standpoints here. Is group breaking bad for the hobby as a group breaker? And is group breaking bad for the hobby as a consumer? So I don't know who wants to jump into this, but let's take the is group breaking bad for the hobby as a customer. What do you think? As a customer. Yes. No. As a customer of the hobby in general or yes. as a customer of group breaking? Uh, the hobby in general. You have money to spend. Are you so, going to go? Which avenue are you going to Are you going to spend your hard-earned the, dollar on? The easiest like answer to this is it's good because with group breaking, there's going to be a lot more individual cards on the open market for you to purchase. If nobody is ripping this product – then those cards that you want, those players that you want, are not going to be available. And, and it, the ones that are, there's going to be more competition for them. And, and so, yeah, like Biggie Bang off of that, it's like basically, if you're the person that's always saying on, in the comments of social media and all these and YouTube and stuff, you're like, I, I, just, I just buy singles off eBay. That's, that's the way to go in the hobby. Like, Fun. to your point, you won't have as many singles to buy if it was not for group breaking. And, and then here's another thing for another sector of the business that benefited greatly from group breaking and did not like group breaking to start off are hobby shop owners tell me why dan they were moving and probably still do moving their allocation sideways to group breakers and making a whole lot of money during that time well now they can't so maybe that's why we hear a little bit more wait what do you mean they can't well, I think the margins and the way allocation and distribution and especially the way that Fanatics' business is handled, there's not a lot of meat on the bone for the yeah, for, 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 for said shop. If you are getting your NT allocation, your one case or two case, maybe directly from Panini, I would say majority, majority of shops, I'm not saying all of them, majority of the shops are not going to have that customer base that's going to come in and spend three $3,500 on a box of National Treasures. But there is a long list of group breakers that they can contact and move that case for eleven grand, twelve grand. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I mean, it, also keep in mind, MojoBreakShop.com, we are a full-service shop. We're open from 11 to 6, Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. So this is coming from a perspective but of— But we don't sell any products sideways. We don't. Everything that we have is di digested in our uh, ecosphere one way or the other, whether it be through the shop, but Fanatics Live, MojoBreak.com, 
one way or the other, the product is being delivered to consumers. We're not selling sealed cases to other breakers or distributors. And so the, the product is getting ripped. But to your point also, yes, maybe they are making more cases because of breakers now. But more is being ripped, which creates more scarcity within the hemisphere of you know the, the, the hobby as well, right? So you're having more demand on products as they go and get ripped and big hits are being shown. What do you say, and I'll and I'll I'll kick this one over to Cody. The the narrative from the community right now is that breakers get all the hits. All the big cards. I mean, we've seen Filth Bomb pulls this Otani. Well, I am not surprised that a breaker pulled this card. Again, it's it's pointing to like what Dan said there about national treasures. Is that a box that gets picked up here in the shop by the normal collector, definitive baseball? How many people are going out of their way and being like, oh, you're keeping, oh, you just kept that box away from me. How, like, that's not what the average consumer is going into the <laughs> shop for. Definitive is a product made for breaks. It's made for that. So it's, it's the way that people can afford that product. So, and it's the line we always point to with, oh, it's always the breakers getting fixed up. Just do the math, man. It's just simple math. Well, and We're breaking more of it. Like it's that's the thing is there's more of this stuff being broken because of breakers. Uh, I'll say this, like if without breakers, without guys like you guys who started this, you know, back in 2010, without all these the OG breakers, like this hobby's not in the place that it's in right now or a place of success. It's evolved for the 21st century for a different consumer where that it just doing it the way with just hobby shops it just wasn't going to work that way going into the digital age so uh it, it, it it's kept this hobby alive and afloat i yeah and and i and I, you see that i mean you see the negative comments but i think also you know if you're that guy that's saying you know oh, i'm not surprised i'll never get one of those cards well you're actually doing a disservice to your hobby shops by promoting that all the breakers get the big hits because you're coming off as a negative saying, I can't believe Phil's bomb got all these hits. I can't believe backyard. I can't believe Mojo. I can't believe Layton get all these hits. I can't believe it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. You're basically turning away people from hobby shops. You're, you're turning them away because it, at, at some point the narrative is going to be like, well, why would I buy it from a hobby shop? Because you've pushed the narrative. It's like a political thing. Almost. Dude, I, I almost, how many, how my, many hobby shops are going to be carrying definitive base right but it's i think if you're a hobby shop only and, and we see a lot of successful ones rob varis burbank does a great job of, of of not being a breaker and having a successful growing hobby shop uh san antonio there's a great shop out there there's a lot of shops that have survived without and grown without doing group breaks you, you gotta show people your big hits though like you gotta maybe get your customers to show like say hey no 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 we you know they, they may pull this that card but we pulled the super fractor of uh you know this guy or well you know we we this came out of our shop because there is big hits coming out of your boxes it's just maybe not being pushed out to the hobby but when we say oh look all the breakers get all the big hits you're eventually turning away people from the shop so that the single thing that you're pro protecting you're turning people away because at that at what at what point all these new people that get in the hobby are going to be like, well, uh, you know, uh, breakers cases are loaded. So if I'm going to get into a product, I'm just going to buy it from a breaker. And that's uh, that's what uh, something you touched on there, Doug, is that, yeah, the difference is. And again, it's about this whole audience evolving for this age. The social media digital age is like it's it's of course going to feel like breakers are getting everything because one, the the math is they're just ripping a lot more. And two, 
We're recording ourselves yes, I was gonna all go, like, the time. Everything is recorded. There's always proof of what we're doing. There's recorded evidence. And, so, And it's not happening. And when you're like, oh, some random guy got a blaster, got a super fractor out of a blaster. Like, he's not. that person's not recording I themselves. I follow a lot of time. shops. I follow a lot of shops on, like, Twitter and Instagram. And very rarely do I see any type of post from that shop with, look what was hit in the store today. Very rarely. It's like, I think shops need to do a better job of promoting what is hit in their store to show, hey, group breakers don't get all the hits. Because like Doug's saying, like, by sending out that narrative, you are literally turning customers away from your shop and saying, don't buy from hobby shops, buy from group breakers, even though I'm trying to make the argument that group breakers get all the hits. It has the exact opposite I mean, effect you're, of yeah, what they're you're, trying to you're, do. You're basically work, you're, you're promoting and working against yourself right well, now. Well, because then you got customers sitting back and be like, you know, I've been to my local card shop for 10 years. You know what? You're right. I haven't got anything. I don't get anything. You know, where it's like you got to got to change that narrative. What what group breaks are doing, if you're a shop in, uh, you know, I'm just going to say somewhere in a small town in Alabama, you got a small shop and you have a population of, of 20,000. Those people can't get boxes from us that fast. They can't get it from blowout that fast. They're 10 miles from you. They watch our video or Layton's video or whoever, and they see like museum has like, a duel of Ricky Henderson. I'm, I'm going to go buy a box now because that's what I want to hit, right? So they're directly benefiting from the advertisement that group breaking is and contributing to the hobby by putting out videos and hits on Instagram. Um, but I think, you know, people have seen the value of these cards go down a little bit, and, and, and they're quick to point the finger at group breaks being the, the crutch of the hobby. I do have another question for you guys. What do you say to the people that group breaking is degenerate for degenerate gamblers? What do you guys say there? I think there's a. I think there's definitely. You can, there's an argument that you can make there for sure, um, but I know from our customer base, we have a lot of customers that truly only collect the players and teams that they PC that they put in their personal collection. It's not, of course. There's always going to be people who get involved and are chasing that massive hit, that life changing hit, um, and yeah, that kind of does have a little bit of a gambler's mentality to it. But that is the narrative that, like, the industry and the hobby is filled with that those type of collectors is wrong. There, there's still player collectors. There's still team collectors. There's still people who don't care about the monetary value as much as collecting who and what they like. Yeah, and, I mean, it's up to us as group breakers, and I think this is the stance that we've always taken on this is – we are just facilitating what you guys are wanting to do. It's not up to us to tell you what the value is. It's not up to us to say that you're going to get this card and it's going to sell for this amount. We are letting you digest it in all the ways that we try to sell it. And however way we sell it is usually dictated by you. Like If we do a serial number break and it doesn't work, well, we're not doing that anymore. If we're doing a random, it doesn't work. We're doing this break PYT or we're doing a five-case player break because you guys want to get it cheaper. So it's just how you guys digest it. Which leads me to the next question here, guys. And I'm, I'm once again, I'm, I'm, I'm reading social media comments. Is the bounties that are created good or bad for the hobby? Because we are putting artificial values on said cards. Yeah, I mean, I could, 
I think it's a mixed bag. I, I see. I see the benefit. I see the benefit. I can. I can. I can do without putting the monetary value on the cards. I. I. I don't think the industry and the hobby need that. I understand from a marketing standpoint why it's happening, but I. I could. I could. I could do away with that and be okay with it. I mean, because you've you've seen the two camps. You know, we've done business with Panini for a long period of time now, for 10, 10 to fifteen years. Uh, Fanatics. Little, literally a little bit newer into the fold last couple years now. We don't really see bounties coming from Panini's camp. I mean, honestly, you don't see a lot from Panini's camp lately. You don't see any marketing being done. But, like, you know, you don't see that. You don't see a card shop or a large retailer. I mean, we did see a bounty on the Luca card, but that was two oh, years yeah. later. But we don't see it on a newer product from <clears throat> Panini's camp. But we are seeing it on fanatics and, and, and to me it's like hey if i hit that card that's life-changing money and that's cool and i think it's great but i think from the true collector it's like let's anthony volpe 50 60 000 well, there's fifty thousand dollar bounty right uh, it, well it, i mean i mean it's a value is perceived right? i think for sure if i i think for if that bounty was not placed because we just went over the prices of again guys who Maybe they'll amount to something in Major League Baseball, but guys that for 11 of the 12 months this year, we were not chasing any of these guys. And now suddenly they have cards that are $2,000, $6,000. I think that's 100% because of the bounty. So is it good that be, it's fun to have something to chase, obviously, but also it is, I think, maybe artificially inflating the prices of some of the it's having a residual effect where the, you're these exactly guys should right. not be selling for that and i think it was and i'm going to butcher this but i we had an interview with dr james beckett a couple years back at the uh mints and i i think he called it the tail like he called it the tail right you got the head which is the hundred and fifty thousand. the tail comes up farther because you've set a ceiling on the hundred and fifty thousand, where maybe this Braden whatever would normally be a $500 card, but because the perceived value of the Volpe is 150000 sure. it brings up everything underneath it as well, right? So you're kind of getting that. Um, but with the cost of boxes, I think that's also like maybe a marketing strategy as well. I mean, let's face it. I mean, people are complaining about Topps' pricing. Nobody has marketed this hobby like Fanatics has. And, and I'll go against what I said. I, we laughed. We laughed at what Michael Rubin said. He's going to 10X the hobby. Hasn't quite 10X the hobby yet, but he said the, the the lack of marketing is the biggest crux of this hobby, and we laugh because we're OGs. But the fact of the matter is, is yes, we're seeing that. We're seeing that with Update. The marketing is helping. The marketing is boosting these products up, and I think what they're doing with these is they're making sure that somebody doesn't get – and I'm not saying they because they're not putting out the bounties, but – like we're making sure that people don't get absolutely like slaughtered on boxes and they could see value. It's just you're kind of blurring those lines, but we are in the age of the DraftKings, the prize picks, the you know, that is straight gambling. This is kinda, you know? It's it's always been a gray area, and I don't want to turn this topic into the G word here, but you know, it is a very big gray area of this hobby. Um and and and, and, and it's always been. And it always been. It's always been. Because even as a kid, like, uh, I go back, you know, back to when I was a, a young kid. Obviously, with only a few bucks to buy packs every single week, 
going to my hobby shop, you know, or card shop to buy cards, you know, I'm hoping to get the players that I want. I'm hoping to get the players that I love, you know, like, but it's again, like, so, but that's a gamble. Like, I don't know who I'm going to get when I'm opening up those packs for a few bucks. At I mean, the card you, shop. But you see it even across with kids toys now. I mean, you're seeing the blind bag stuff, right? I mean, yeah. and, and maybe fractionally compared to this is, you know, with my daughters, they, they find the new Disney blind bag and, you know, like the, the gold stitch is, you know, one and, 7,000 yeah. boxes. So, I mean, you're seeing that. I've seen candles that have diamond rings in them. Yep. You know, so you're seeing this widely across other industries. Um, but the big difference between what we do, hobby, and, you know, you get something tangible for the most part, like in a lot of, in most blue breaks, where, like, if you're betting prize picks, you're picking two guys to win, you you will never see that money and you if you lose. You know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't get nothing at all. Right. And it's, and it's, it's essentially – if you want to compare it to art, you know, um, Picasso is going to sell more for my, than my painting, even though maybe I could draw one like his. I, I won't be able to, but <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Damn. It's the uh, perceived value. Just, just comparing himself to Picasso. Yeah, <laughs> Mojo break, <laughs> paint, paint night, win. Yeah, yeah what's that know. happening? Let's do it. It's a flex right there, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hey, the, the, I should have been doing it during the NFT days. I mean, man, people are making a lot of money. Oh, brother! Yeah, just drawing. Are we gonna go V friends? Are we gonna have a little segment here? I'm, I'm still V friends <laughs> hey, all day. Hey, Gary V, he's coming to Santa Clara. Gary V, we got, we got Gary series v. one in the back. Gary V, when's he coming Gary to Santa Clara? V. January. That's my guy. What's Wait, up, Gary? Just saying, we got, we got series one in the back. He texts me like every day too, so. Like through his community line, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of so you got, direct, stuff. you got the direct line. Is what you're talking I, about? Po- po- I, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of positive affirmation. I'm going to pull them up because I look at it. Sometimes it makes me smile. I mean, yeah, so it is. props to Gary Vay. I don't know if you guys are part of it, but like good motivation. Uh, I, mean, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But replying or reacting with negativity with negativity is the easiest way to lose. Choose compassion and understand for someone else's pain. You're capable of being the bigger person. Warmth yep. and bright. Love in response to darkness always wins the day. Hundred percent. He's not wrong. Hundred percent. That's correct. This is the reason why I follow him because it's like. Know. But this know. is a text line. And then the next one is the biggest wine stock update of the year. I'll buy line. my wine. Yeah, yeah. It's like a community text <laughs> line. Yeah. It's all. But it looks like he sends it to me. See, it's his it's face. All, it's all, wait, wait a second. I gotta sell some <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Well, I mean, his dad. His dad's. Yeah. I mean, that's his wine has been his thing for like. The last 30 years so we are live get you some free collectibles especially if you like pokemon don't miss v friends stream on finax live there you go but i mean yeah, he's great great at moving his brand i mean i it's i definitely look up to uh, gary v on on what he does he's but. un he's unmatched when it comes to marketing yeah he's he's a genius uh, he's a unmatched before we move off this topic i do think it's i think we at least have to throw out some of the more like you said some of the cons like i think we know we don't have to name names here there are some bad actors in in, in I, this world i was know? gonna say yeah it, as far as like negativity surrounding group breaking um obviously been doing it for 13 years we've seen a lot of breaking operations come and go and do some extremely shady stuff um and the hobby does a good job of shining the light on the bad them. on the yeah. bad characters um I'll just say this: there was a there was a group breaker name that we, if you you would just turn a corner in this hobby and you would just hear their name a million times, you couldn't escape them. 
Uh, and I have not heard a lot from them in quite a few months. So, uh, yeah, I won't Probably name them. I ain't going to name them, but I think you kind of know. Who well, I'm and that's about. the hard thing. I mean, we've been doing this for 13 years. I mean, those guys were grinding 19, 20 hours a day. I'm talking about probably the main guys for two or three years. And, uh, you know, at some point you're going to be like, Got to have some time for myself. You know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe that's what's happening. I mean. Who, who are we talking? I'm like, I'm trying to. Slendum Smarts makes. Oh, okay. uh, no, I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking of Front Yard. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's see, what I was thinking see, of, too, the, actually. The funny thing is I'm sitting here watching everybody talking. I'm like, like, who are we talking about? Why are we about? talking about? And, and I think you guys all thought you were on the same page. but Yeah, we were. No, well, Doug, we were. Doug, no, and no, no, no. Same, Doug and I were on the same page. I'm yeah, we thinking were. about Slatinum. Oh, yeah, well, no, but see, no. but they well, don't really promote gotta, themselves. You just have a box cutter. Just, and then you're yeah. just like, do that. And then I'll be like, oh, I know you're talking They're about. The bad, they are the bad version of the old school. Like, that's what they are. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I should, again, there's, we but, should do that on an April Fool's night where one of us come in while you're breaking. And just like, hey, oh tell me you love me. God. Tell I, me you I, love me. I, I don't. I don't think we don't. Should. Don't know if that would go <laughs> over well. I think, but like I, think a, that's, <laughs> I think that's going. I think. I think that's crossing the line. Ooh, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. we could rethink that. That'd yeah. be funny though, but maybe not funny at the same time. Uh, but yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, that's that's just to kind of touch on our point of view. Everybody has their you know juice case theories. I will tell you guys straight up. I have nothing to lose. I've never been aware of any loaded cases. Uh, all my <laughs> friends get cases from distributors, and they all ship in randomly. Nobody knows of any cards being placed in cases. Uh, if I honestly, if I knew cards were placed in cases, we would open them ourselves. So it's, it's a numbers you know, game, people. It's a numbers game. It's just you know we're here to service you guys. We don't know what's in the cases. Uh, we try our best to, to to make everything more transparent, and uh, you know we 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 do that on a daily basis. And main thing is to have fun, uh, service you guys, and enjoy what we're doing day in and day out, and uh, you know offer a, a great service uh, day in and day out for you guys because that's just you know. If we don't have you, we don't have anything. We're not even allowed to, to do our daily. So, If the juice cases were true, it's been a week now. We don't have a single MLB debut patch. Where's our debut patch? Yeah, exactly. Where's our debut patch? Yeah. Exactly. I want to make somebody I mean, 150K richer. Logo, Where well, I it? pulled the triple logo. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Are we, uh, we going to skip biggest turkey? Yeah, we got. Uh, why don't we just get to guess that price? Right. I mean, unless you got that. Biggest throw out turkey real, in the hobby. Biggest turkey. Cody has one. No, I mean, I was going to say... A certain product that is now three years late got announced the other day, and it is what made me think about this. 21-22, the cup hockey. Bro. Three years late. I say it. It's oh, upper right. deck, dude. They're the biggest turkey in the hobby. You oh. know you know my beef with upper deck? Oh. My wallet. We're Our wallets. Brought to you by Mojo Break Diamond Dealer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, you know official, my beef uh, official upper deck group breaker. I'm just saying, Today. get 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 on track. They what they should have done, and we talked about it. Just put twenty one, twenty two, and twenty two, twenty three together. Like that seemed like the easy move, and just double, no triple triple class, I, double class, and then you get twenty three, twenty four. You have Bedard. It's the one everybody wants right now. It's the hot one. I don't know. I just For, forget that. My my beef is there is their old school archaic uh, distribution rules where. You know you can't you can't sell their joints for like six months. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, wow, well, yeah. yeah. I'm, trying just, to, yeah. I'm trying to do Black Friday deals, and I've got a lot of good one and a lot uh, of upper deck. I'm like best offer 
fifteen dollars on I the low low. Hey, do it. and they have, and I will say this: I do believe when they get a product, like they have the highest quality on some of these products. I think some of their designs, okay. and quality. Yeah, let's give them the flowers. Absolutely, Upper Deck, your designs are fucking great. Dude. They are. I think they're among the best, if not the top You're tier. Exquisite, like yes. you know, like the cup. The, a lot of these hockey designs that I'm breaking every that's, single week. That's what makes this all so fresh? The designs are awesome. Your your rules from the 1960s suck. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think they came out in 1989. But, you know, I mean, whatever. Close. Close. Um, a biggest turkey in the hobby is actually going to be a generalization um, of people that rank themselves uh, in this hobby. Like, uh, you know, I'm the number two Ooh. podcast, but then all of a sudden I'm just going to delete my YouTube and my my okay. podcast network after I got caught shill bidding. Don't say your number. Like, yeah, just be humble. You know, like the immortal words of, uh, of uh, Kendrick Lamar, just be humble. Just one of the easiest things to do, too, is just say... We're one of the top hobby yes. podcasts. Yeah, I mean, I it also, yeah. Uh, I was going to that. People who generally kind of, inf- like, companies that kind of inflate their numbers as well. Uh, that's That kind of goes in the... It's good to have pride, but, like, let's be honest with yourself. But also just not take a dump on your competitors who will actually help you in the future grow your company. Because if you're the only game in town, not enough customers for you. So just try to embrace your your your, your competitors Obviously, you want to sell more than them, but at the same time, don't rip off their head and shit on their neck. All right, that's all I'm saying. We're gonna be believing that out. So, hell, hell of a visualization. I, I mean, yeah, that's usually my job. It's a PG-13 word. It's okay. The old, the old son of a bitch or shit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I didn't. I mean, get it all out. He's he's, he's marking. Say, I, he's I marking I all of these. Four of them. He's also, like, he's writing it down. I've also gotten to the point where I'm like, ah, you could say it's like a PG-13 movie. I might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just I was just checking the mail. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Guess that price. Brandy, Am I gonna uh, bet? Guess that price. Is there only three cards this time, or we're gonna uh, use the front and back? We're trying oh, to okay, conserve. Cool. Here, I was like, you know? I'm gonna be disappointed. We're trying to conserve. It's five. There's Mr. five subjects as there always Carey are. Collins. Who won last time? By the way, we didn't even. And if Who you're still listening, you're in for a treat. I didn't even promote this. I mean, it's like the favorite segment. I didn't even kick it off at the beginning of the show. So if you're still listening, you're a diehard. Yeah. The best segment. It's even well, everyone knows that. I know at some point I had one, two in a row, but then I, yeah. it's been a while. Every, by the way, if anyone who's listened to this long enough, they know guess the price always comes. If, it, it, if it's in the show, it always comes at the end of the show. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, fast forward through. Uh, Thanksgiving is this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That's why we did the biggest turkey. Uh, I'm hungry right believe, now. I can't believe at Thanksgiving, a show leading up to Thanksgiving, we didn't have Not 45 minutes of just talking about food. We well, do that every year. I, I kind of cut it Damn it. I know. We, we messed had, up, We do so much food talk on this show. That you know what we hit, we restrained ourselves. So we, let's talk Thanksgiving. The only time we should talk about food. That's well. Well, you know what? I'm actually. I, <laughs> I know may, you're right. I may ruin my Thanksgiving photos because I am thinking this is breaking news. I am thinking about going full mustache tomorrow for a Don West Black Friday sale bid. Ooh. All right. My, kid, my kids hate it. My wife hates Everyone it. Everyone hates it. So, but you got to do it. For the you company, gotta you got to do it. You got to give it. You got to do it. You you gotta gotta do do it. it. These are the sacrifices you make. Uh, anyone frying a turkey this weekend? Anyone no. frying? Like deep so. frying? Doing the deep fry. I, you know, I've always I've year. always wanted yeah? to do it. I don't do it personally, but. Yeah. Seems dangerous, right? It's a little dangerous. Like, there, like there's, there's, there's. Measure the oil. Do something. Do a test before. Measure the oil. Don't drop turkey in. Don't drop it in. Go slowly and do it where you've got enough room. You, if you got a front yard that doesn't have and where you can go right on the street on the curb, do it there. No foliage around. Yep. So yeah, no foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rake up the leaves. 
Uh, but if you do it, it's a million How times better than take? the oven. Uh, way like less 30 time. 30 45 minutes? Yeah, 30 what? to 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh. And it tastes, crispy. It, yeah. it's crispy juicy. and juicy. It's the thing with me with turkey, and I'm not a turkey do guy. You, Dry. Do you have to like? I love the dark meat. The, the, dark dark meat's the, better because it's juicier. Yeah, exactly. I like them both, but I do not like stuffing in the bird. It's stovetop for me. That's it. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming you don't do stuffing if you're going to deep fry. Yeah, you can't. You got to do that's, that's you got to do the stovetop or bake it different. Have, bake I can't it have in the, the white oven. meat without stuffing, bro. You gotta. Have no, I know you gotta have the stovetop stuffing though. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But some people are like, no, I make the best home cooked no, one. It's always too slimy. Dude, no stovetop. And stovetop is awesome. Stovetop's great in a pinch. It's great in a pinch. I could, dude. You know what? I'm okay. We did it. I'm, I'm airing it out, bro. <laughs> I'm airing it out, bro. All right. All right. Throw it out there. The only thing I like from Thanksgiving, honest to God, is the stuffing. That's it. I mean, stuffing, Sto- I think. Stovetop, though. Yeah. Yeah. Stove but it's got to yeah. be stovetop. Oh, yes, me too. I'm 100%. Like, you could, you could take out everything else from Thanksgiving, put me on a table with stuffing, and I'm good. Do your guys, do yourself a favor, guys, and never look up the nutritional facts of stovetop stuffing. I did it once, and my face, I went as white as a ghost. Went, oh dear God, that's what's in this thing. Yeah, I mean, look Woo! at us. We eating good over here. But right? that's why it tastes top, delicious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not so a cranberry good. guy, so give me more stuffing. I'm also a weird mashed potato, no gravy guy. I just like Ooh. my mashed potatoes with no gravy. Do you go with uh, maybe I, some I garlic? I don't think there? there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I used to got a little bit okay. of taste. On At least there. you got yeah. some flavor. Yeah. yeah, as long as you got some flavor. If it's a little bit of gravy, it's okay. I don't want to just sure. taste gravy. I want to taste a potato. Sure. Yeah. But don't you gravy your whole plate pretty much? No. Like, uh, nope. yeah. Yeah, 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 I like, I like putting I'm gravy a, on I'm a little a, bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, sauce it up. I like a little, sauce me up. I like, on the turkey. I, like a little, I like a little turkey with well, my gravy. I'd like yeah. to think it, and, 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 and well, I think, Cody, I think Cody's a fellow though. Irishman, too. I think we had a potato famine a bit, yeah. uh, early in our ancestry, and I think that I just want to taste the potato. I don't want anything to cover up that taste because yeah. we didn't I'm have a, potatoes. I think I've mentioned that. By the way, I just recently, my sister's doing Ancestry.com and all <laughs> that. We just, for our whole lives, we thought, oh, yeah, we're mostly Irish. Scottish. Uh, me too. Wrong. Yes. You're not me Irish. Too. You're only a little bit Irish. It's funny that you mentioned that. You're yep, mostly Scottish. It's mostly Scottish, too, but I think there's a blend where they did move to Ireland. Ireland, maybe born in Scotland. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Oh, you guys exactly. don't got the Conor McGregor blood in you. No, no. I'm, I'm Irish. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Dan and Dan anyway. is more Conor McGregor blood. Anyway, uh, looking forward to the turkey stuffing cranberry yeah. sandwiches yeah. On, on Black Friday. So. Awesome. All right, here we go. Uh, again, this is a Thanksgiving Day-themed version of Guess That Price. So don't we're looking at down. players playing down. on Thanksgiving Day, and I added a l- another little one. I, I got this a little, in the bag, dude. little one on the fifth one. I All got right. this in the bag. This is an Aiden Hutchison, PSA 10, 2022, Prism Football, dude. gold vinyl rookie, five out of five. This sold – oh, shoot, I didn't have the, the, the day about, it sold. About this game. So um, this game, I actually had money on the uh, – Number to five here, right? This is number to five, and it had 29 bids. Uh, these are all sold, by the way, within October. I think there's only one that was I had, sold. In I had money on the Bears. They were, I believe, like plus nine. So the last play of the game – Lines are up by five, and Bears have the ball. I don't know if you guys seen this. Aiden Hutchinson knocks the ball out of Justin Fields' hand. Of the safety, It right? rolls into the, the end zone. If Aiden Hutchinson picks that up, I lose my bet. But the Bears uh, center, he saw the ball at the line, and he just kicked it into the end zone. Yes. He knew. You owe him a Christmas card. You owe him. All right, this had 29 bids. Uh, sorry, I don't have the dates there, but uh, it did sell it. That's how close football is sometimes. It's like, right. It really is a game of inches. Who's going first? I'll go first. 4K. Oh, oh, oh October oh. 23rd, by the way. October 23rd. Oh. 4K for my boy oh, Aiden. Sell it, sell it to C-Red. Oh, I, man, I must be tripping. Uh, 875. Okay. 799. <laughs> Actual price. 
$1,625. I would have had it. And I all, there's one first. thing I know is they know. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, my bad. These are not one on ones. No, no it was oh. a five. I said five of five. I didn't. I, I did. So I was not so, trying to. It's throw. a not so super. It's a gold vinyl. I was not trying to pull a fast oh, one on you. It's a gold vinyl. That's a five of five gold vinyl. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I was so excited about my 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 uh, bet story that I, I forget. Hey, I don't blame you. All right, next one. Sam Howell, okay, Commanders. Okay. Uh oh. Commanders okay. taking on the Dallas Cowboys. When did this one sell? This one sold, what does this say, nine? I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting them on the fly because I forgot to write those down. But this is, uh, for the, our listeners at home, 2022 National Treasures RPA, one out of 25. It's a BGS 9 Auto 10. There were 28 bids on this card. Damn. That's a nice uh, And it sold on November 2nd. Sold on November 2nd. The second. Oh, it's always earlier this month. Then earlier this mm-hmm. month, but also how at that point leading the, it still was among league leaders in a lot of stats. I believe he has been sacked, his, like an historic amount. Get like this more, man in offense. Part Korean too. To get this guy, ever. get this guy a line, and he is going to do some special things there. And watch already, do, kind of doing it. Yep. All right. Uh, Go on. Uh, I won. Go ahead. Yeah, Dan. Dan was first. So go ahead. Nineteen twenty-five. Sorry, Dan. You're not going to win that one. Thirty-nine ninety-five. Actual price. uh, Actually, someone got really close. 28 bids on this. $4,056, Doug. Anybody knows. The 2022 football market, it's me. Number two. Don't let me down on the other 2022 quarterback here, Cody. All right. Well. Yep. Yeah, so you already know who's coming. Why, so we got a tie here. pay that much? Because it's Sam Howell. He, he's Sam he's doing really Howell. well. C-Blaz the numbers is, don't lie. C-Blaz has bumped up the market on Sam Howell. The Does numbers like don't lie. Every day he loves him. He Next up, C.D. Lamb. Uh, currently leading the league in uh, Hell yeah, catches. he's on my fantasy yeah, team. Let's too, go. He's having a great year. He's having a great year. Uh, this is a Having C- a great year now. He was not doing yeah, well for a while. No, he was not. 2020, Donruss Optic, C.D. Lamb, downtown Hollow. Uh, this is the case hit, of course, yes, and it's a PSA 10. I this like had it. 35 bids, and I'll give you an update of uh, when it's sold here, but if you guys want to write it down. All right, Doug goes first. He won. If you guys want to, yeah, here, I can I see. I got a good price for you guys it. on this one, dude. All right, ready? $549. $549. All right, you, know, you see his jersey number? $888. 888 okay. Nine forty nine. Oh damn it! You guys are just letting me win here. <laughs> damn it! Actual price, I believe, our winner. Yeah, no, I don't even have to do the math. Seven hundred thirty-five dollars. So we have a tie. Each person's got one right. If See, I, know, I bought. If I know my fantasy players, man, I bought a seven thirty, and I think we put it in a buyback, probably too early. Of course, the story of our lives. <laughs> I bought a Stars and Stripes RPA for like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I, uh, I think yeah. I might have seen one of those up there. So uh, this went for more than a Stars and Stripes RPA. Crazy. Uh, and the Stars and Stripes, I didn't put I it on because I thought I it would might be. A, I remember pulling that CD Lamb. Thought, yeah. thought that might be a sore subject. I think it was about fifteen hundred. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. yeah there's one thing that we do really well here is uh, <laughs> we we lose a lot, <laughs> but the customers got value and yeah, yeah. Guys, you guys yeah, might have a chance. The customer so, got yeah, value so, um, and isn't that all that matters? Dude. I know. All right, my, my prediction is gonna come true. We Bring somehow it. went the whole show without talking yeah, about this buddy. guy, Brock oh, this Purdy. Is, this is this is a 
alley oop for Doug. Maybe. Come on. I haven't looked at this market, to be fair. This sold, this sold November 14th, so it sold before the perfect game. When he was struggling, right? Well, one person struggling. One bad People game. were calling for Sam Darnold. One person struggle um, is you just got to win off a bye against the Jaguars. But Call me crazy, though. You know, I want to buy some more of these prisms, but he's in the wrong number. It I is Brock Purdy. PSA 9. PSA 9. Gold rookie, seven out of ten. And again, it sold November fourteenth. Forty bids. It's not technically the wrong number because he did wear that. He did wear in it preseason. Yeah. yeah. But forty not, bids. Not adding any regular season this, games. If Doug wins this one, this is this. I is, I have no idea. Uh, I have no <coughs> idea. How much? What did it sell for, Cody? Hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me <laughs> what did it sell for? <laughs> let me, let me tell put you. my winning just price just on. Tell me dude. what it was. Let me put my winning price November. on. November. Oh, this is number four. How many? How many of these do we have? Two more. One more after this. We have one more. Ooh. And uh, already. Uh, yeah, you guys are gonna. Uh, I, I wonder what you guys are gonna think of the last one I put up. Okay, uh, go ahead. Geno Smith. I won the last one, so I go fifty-four hundred dollars for this gold. Oh, fifty-four hundred. Uh, twenty-one fifty. Okay. Twenty-four fifty. Actual price: forty bits. November fourteenth, before the perfect game. Ten thousand four hundred and fifty-five dollars. Yeah. I mean, sounds about right. Sea rad. Sounds about right. That's all right. Ridiculous. I mean, people hate money. Ten. That's all. They, they just—they're like, I want to burn ten grand. Ten and a half thousand dollars. All right. Last one. Wow. I'm the best quarterback on this team. So I've gone with all. <laughs> fu- I, I always say fifth I one. I, I always like to throw you guys a curveball on the fifth one. Yes. And it's Thanksgiving. We're going to be watching football, obviously, but there's one thing I always make sure to watch at this time of year. Mrs. Day Parade. That is John Candy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time. I watch it every Thanksgiving. Uh, this is John Candy, the the late great, that, signed that is. auto card, <laughs> authenticated by PSA. Uncle Buck. Uh, this sold on... I believe it was. I think I just had it. This sold on September of this, this year. Is a tough one. Buy it now. That's a tough one. John Candy, the late that, that movie title would not last in the social media days. Imagine I have to type out planes, trains, trains, trains and, and automobiles. Hashtag, into a, hashtag PTA. <laughs> into a Take up the whole st- Hashtag PTA. Yeah. That's it. have to be that. Steve Martin, right? Steve Martin. Great movie. If you haven't watched it in a while, great movie. Hilarious. So I could the best we could do is tie C Rad at this point. And then of course you could yeah, the best you could do is tie C Rad. And then of course you're gonna watch him more when ho- Christmas season home alone. Of course. Yeah. Uh with the band that uh, takes his mom across country from the Uncle airport. Buck is the one I have. Uncle Buck for sure. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, one. great movie. The great Oh uh Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yes. Can't go wrong with Spaceballs. Uh the Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors? Is that my best final movie, if I'm no, not mistaken? Or no, am I wrong? Because no, that was that what was, am I was thinking? With, that was kind of that was like Late eighties. Oh, okay, no, yeah, you're right. right. Right around the same time as playing trains and automobiles. I think I'm thinking of something else. I think I'm thinking of like a western movie. Yeah, that, that was his last. That movie, was his last one. Yep, yep. All right, do we have our bids in? Yes. yes. Great Outdoors had it was him and Dan Aykroyd. Yes, that's right. One fifty. One fifty for. Wow. Okay. One fifty. Six ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. Actual price. Six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh. Dan comes in and the one ties thing I it. know is John Candy. If there's one thing Dan one knows, thing. 
It's John Candy Autos. Uh, all right, now let's come up with Can- a Canadian, right? Canadian, one of the great Canadian uh, actors of all time, and there's a lot of them. One of the great Canadian exports to uh, to American cinema, John Candy, me, uh, the late, the late great. Uh, all right, let me figure out uh, who else is playing on uh, on uh, Thanksgiving. Seattle. Seattle's playing. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna do Gino because that's, that's uh, whatever. Uh, let's do Kenneth Walker the Dude, True Lock. True Lock. Oh dear God. <laughs> Not great. Is let's start? do Kenneth. Yeah. Let's just do Pete Carroll. Let's do Pete. Ooh, actually, Pete Carroll. actually, I like that idea more. Let's do Pete Carroll. Let's see if we Game can find use anything. Gum. Game use gum. Let's find a Pete Carroll. Oh, that's right. He was in National Lampoon's Vacation, too. Yes, he was. God, he was just in everything. Stripes. Oh, Stripes is a great yeah. one. Yeah. God, he's, what a, what a, what a legend. What Dude, a legend. He was in a lot of movies he like, was, for he, a 10-year oh, yeah, period. He was the uh, he's security guard. Yeah. All right, I've got a Beckett authenticated Pete Carroll signed auto. Beckett authenticated Pete Carroll signed auto. What what is it like an index card or? It's just like a like a photo, like a what do you call it? Like a standard size photo, like the ones behind you. Like an eight by ten. Like an eight by ten. Yeah. Uh, or no, like the one, is that an eight by ten? I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's an eight by ten. That's an eight by ten. A standard eight by ten, like him on the sideline in his Seahawks gear. Uh, it sold on November sixteenth. Just sold. I can't really play, but I will. Yep. There we go. This sold on November 16th, autographed Pete Carroll, VGS, certified photo, autographed. And since I can't win, I'm just going to go $65. $65, says Doug. Uh, $115. Under $15? $175. $175. Well, <laughs> technically. I won. D- Dan- Doug did get the closest. $75. But if we're going straight up tiebreaker, oh, that means Dan God. wins the tiebreaker. Oh, fumbled another law. Uh, another you, win. No. Pete Carroll. Is Pete Carroll and John Candy. God. I bet you, I bet you if it was <laughs> a piece so, of his I, gum. I feel a little bad. How do I that keep fumbling C-Rat this? C-Rat had everything, and then I throw John Candy and Pete Carroll at you. It's a little bit of a yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, hey, you I didn't think I didn't think John Candy would suffer that much. Last day, last uh, John Candy film, Canadian Bacon, released uh, posthumously. That was what it was. by uh, Michael Moore. Really? Yes. As in documentary filmmaker. I believe, yes. And it's a a satire Canada-United States relations along the Canada-United States border. I did not. Alan Alda, John Candy, Bill Nunn, Kevin O'Connor, Rhea Perlman, Kevin Pollack. He's also great. And Rip Torn. He's also great in uh, JFK in a rare dramatic What year was that movie? 1995. He died in 93. This was released posthumously. He died in 93? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he died. It's been 30 years. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, First go. film was in '73. Last film was in '95, and he had a lot. Anyway, oh, uh, go go watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles if you haven't in a while. It's a great Thanksgiving tradition. There you go. Congrats Our, to Dan. Congrats, Dan, and uh, check out once again. Go on to MotorBreakShop.com on Thursday night, Friday morning, and check out the Doorbuster deals. Lowest prices of the year. Get your gifts ready for your kids. Get the gifts ready for yourself. These deals, we're clearing out the shelves. We got to make room. We got to make room for all the new product that Fanax is having us buy in the next year. So we got to make sure that we have room for it. We're passing on the buck to you guys. So save big. MojoBreakShop.com. Also, breaks are going to be going down at MojoBreak.com for Black Friday specials. And we'll see you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.